0: Not everybody is going to be okay with your new limited availability. Just because you set a standard in the past doesn't mean that standard has to be the, the one that you uphold going forward. Now, not everyone has to like it or understand your season, but it doesn't have to change the fact that you still have to live out this season in order to bloom. I'm lifting the curtain to reveal it all to you in an effort to help put you in a position of abundance so great that you can then be as generous as possible. So let's lock arms and let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Chris Harder Show, where today I am grateful for my mom. Tell you what, at 46 years old, I still get so many cool things done for me by my mom. I've got like the dopest, best mom ever. She like cooks up a storm, makes my favorite meals when I go visit. I'm just really grateful for these years that I get to keep making memories with her. You realize how precious every single moment is that you get to make memories with the people that you love. So that's my gratitude for today. And by the way, if you're new to the show and you're like, what in the hell is he talking about? And why did the show start this way? I'm a big believer that gratitude is really how you take inventory of abundance. Like you can have all the things you once prayed for, but not actually have them if you don't stop to take inventory of them, if you don't acknowledge them. So I do this gratitude with you whenever I do my solo episodes so that I can maybe remind you to stop and take inventory of all the things that you do have instead of always concentrating on life of of what you don't yet have. Anyhow, hope that helps. Guess what we're gonna talk about today? We're gonna talk about my biggest, baddest, most audacious, freaking rocket ship year ever coming up. And I have a feeling that it's the same for many of you. So I figured I'd lift the curtain on how I'm clearing space, like clearing the runway for this year in which we really take off. And like, I can't quite put it into words, but you know when you see all the pieces in front of you and you know what's about to happen, like a true inner knowing, and from a logical standpoint, you see the pieces in front of you. And from a logical standpoint, you know what has to be done. Well, when you're facing that daunting yet eventually rewarding situation, you got to make sure that you create the space for all of that to happen. And so like many of you, this is the year that I am putting everyone on notice that I am officially going into a season where I can no longer be there for everyone all the time like I have in the past. And guess what? That's okay. And I don't mean this like figuratively. I mean this literally, like literally, and I'm about to explain how. This is a year that I'm putting everyone on notice, my friends, my family, my coworkers, my acquaintances, my clients, everybody this is the year that I'm putting everyone on notice that I am in a rocket ship season where I cannot be there for you the same way that I might've been there for you in the past. And that is okay. And so if you feel like you're facing the same type of year coming up, the first message I want you to have is that that is okay. To not show up the same way that you have in the past. Now, this doesn't mean you neglect all your obligations. This doesn't mean you neglect people you care about. We're going to unpack this today. We're going to talk about what this looks like. But the first and important piece of this is being okay with it being okay, that the way you're going to show up might look and feel a little bit differently to people who are used to seeing you show up in one certain way. Now, let me give you context. Here's why I have to do this. Like, here's what my 2024 looks like coming up. We are doing a lot of entrepreneurial events because we freaking love them. But we're doing more than we have in any other year. So that requires bandwidth, right? I literally have two full-time jobs right now and definitely have two full-time jobs in 2024. Keeping up my personal brand, right? Doing this podcast, doing the entrepreneurial events. That's keeping up the personal brand. That's full-time job number one. But full-time job number two, and the more important job, the one that I make a priority is my app, Frello. We're halfway through building this thing and 2024 is launch year. We're on pace to launch in August of 2024. And this is a big build. I mean, we're talking like multi, 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 multi-million dollar type of build. Not a little like, oh, let's build a little app and see if anyone likes it. This is all hands on deck, changing the world of finance type of launch and type of app. And it's Frello, right? A friendlier loan, that's what it's called, launch year. So I know that's going to require my bandwidth to make that my primary full-time job. And the same goes for Lori with Glossy. She did her pre-launch last month and 2024 is her full open sales, full growing, full launch year for Glossy on top of her keeping up with her personal brand. And when she's in a season, at the same time as me being in a season, that means we both have to commit to cutting all the fluff that we might have done in the past. I also have more travel than ever this year because with the launch of Frello and with these entrepreneurial events comes more travel. Like my whole team for Frello is located in Richmond, Virginia. So I've got to be out there a lot. And I love going out there. But nonetheless, when I'm out there all the time working on the app and having meetings in Miami and meetings in New York and meetings everywhere else that I have to be, then that means that that time and energy and space has to come from somewhere. I have more press in 2024 than ever. I've got more PR as we launch this in 2024 than ever. I've got more meetings than ever. And I have to leave room for the unexpected, especially with Frello, more than ever. So I know what my 2024 looks like coming up. And if you find yourself in a similar season coming up, here's some things that you can do to clear the runway for your takeoff year. Because these are the exact things that I'm doing so that I have plenty of runway for our launch and takeoff year. So here's what I'm doing. First, I'm communicating exactly what I'm telling you right now. I'm communicating this to my loved ones ahead of time. My most loved ones, my family, my closest friends, And then that next tier of friends and that next tier of friends after that. Now that communication looks differently depending who you are. But nonetheless, I am verbally communicating that this year, I will not be there for you in the same way like I might've been in the past. So putting you on notice, right? But you don't just tell them that. Then you have to tell them what it's gonna look like. And you have to enroll them in the why. Like I had dinner with my mom last night and I was telling her, I'm like, hey, the next two years, they're just going to look different. They're going to look different than they've looked these past few years where I've been a little bit more available. And that's okay. We will embrace quality over quantity. We will embrace flexibility. We will embrace spur the moment get togethers. We're still going to make sure that our priorities of spending time together have not changed, but it will look different. So you have to communicate. First, the fact that there is going to be a change. Second, what that change is going to look like. And third, why that change is important, right? So I, I was explaining and and mom is such a great supporter. And she's just one example of many of these conversations I've had as as we're going into 2024. But it's explaining like, here's why this year has to look this way. Here's what it does for the family and for future generations. Here's, you know, if we get this right over the next couple of years, we never, ever, ever have to work again and imagine what we can do then, what t- memories we can make, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So it's explaining your why and painting the picture and enrolling everybody in that vision that makes this possible. You can't just say, hey, guys, I'm making a change and, and here's why. It's, well, here's what's in it for me. No, you have to explain to all your stakeholders, aka all your loved ones, what's in it for everybody When you have a year like this, why are we sacrificing a little bit now so that we can have a lot later? So that's the first thing, is over-communicating. Not just that things will look differently, but what it'll look like and why it has to look differently. Then the second step is you got to back it up. Like, it's okay to uphold the boundaries that you set once you set them. As a matter of fact, what you say is less important than what you do. Remember this. We teach people how to treat us, not through what we say, but through what we do. For example, if you tell someone, hey, I'm not taking calls before 10 o'clock. But then you're always taking a call at 9 o'clock or 8 o'clock. You have not only taught them that what you said is not true, you have also taught them a new expectation that they're going to be able to get a hold of you at 8 o'clock or 9 o'clock. So what this looks like for me, for example, is making sure that I'm not responding to my clients, even though I love them. Making sure I'm not responding to my clients outside of the work hours that I already told them are my work hours. Because every little violation sets an accidental expectation. Whoa, that just came out. But let me repeat that. Because this sums up why people have trouble upholding boundaries. Every little violation sets an accidental new expectation. Hey, we can't uh, talk before 10 o'clock a.m. But... The last three weeks, I responded to eight or nine. So now why wouldn't I respond to eight or nine next week? What's going on? Right? Actions speak louder than words. Every little violation sets an accidental expectation. You don't intend to set these expectations that you'll be available at nine o'clock at night or, you know, seven in the morning or whatever it might be. But when you make those little exceptions, those little violations, it sets that new expectation. So this second step then is do what you say you're going to do and uphold those boundaries. Know that what you say is less important than what you do. Then the third thing, acknowledge that everyone doesn't have to like this. Acknowledge that everyone does not have to be okay with your new limited availability. Just because you always went on girls' trip in the past or just because you always went on guys' trip in the past doesn't mean you have to go this year. Some people might be disappointed. They may not like it, but the ones who care about you the most will understand your new season. So great. Acknowledge that not everyone's going to be okay with this, with your new limited availability. As a matter of fact, I just shared a back and forth. I was texting back and forth with a really high performing friend of mine, someone that you definitely like know and look up to and listen and all that. And he was saying he is in a season where he has had to do nothing but mission critical stuff. And not everyone has liked that message. And I was like, dude, me too. Like, this is the season where I can only say yes to mission-critical things. And not everybody likes that response. But we both acknowledged that has to be okay. Because the ones who really get you, the ones who really understand you, the ones who really care for you, they're going to be okay. They don't have to like it, but they're going to understand it. But not everybody is going to be okay with your new limited availability. Just because you set a standard in the past doesn't mean that standard has to be the, the one that you uphold going forward. Now, not everyone has to like it or understand your season, but it doesn't have to change the fact that you still have to live out this season in order to bloom, right? Not everyone likes, I don't know, I know nothing about plants, but that season where they have to like kind of die and regerminate, and then, you know, the new season brings flowers, they bloom, right? Not everyone has to like or understand your season that you're in, but it doesn't have to change the fact that you still must go through that season in order to bloom, Here's a few more tips of what I'm doing. I'm responding to people that leave voice notes over one minute, and I'm asking them to, hey, either summarize it in writing or re-record this in less than a minute, or I can't listen to it. That's an example of upholding my boundaries of only doing mission critical things. People can be long-winded. They have a tendency to like add all this fluff around their voice note and it's four minutes long when it could have been 45 seconds long. So that's what I'm doing this year. Like, it's not a rude thing. It's just saying, Hey, I'm so sorry, I've got such limited time. Please sum this up in writing. Cause you know, when you make them write it, all of a sudden it's less words. <laughs> Please sum this up in writing or record it in less than a minute and I'll do my best to get back to it. That's an example of really letting your actions do the speaking for you. Here's another one I'm getting a second phone. I'm calling it the family phone. And I'm not turning on my current personal phone until 10 a.m. each day. This is because of what I call background energy drain. If I tell people, all right, clients, all right, friends, all right, everyone, I've got a protected time until 10 a.m. That's when I'm getting my own work out of the way, when I'm doing my dog walk with Lori, when I'm getting my workout in, my my prayers, when I'm getting my healthy food in, whatever it is, like setting myself up for success for the day. And then my work hours are from 10 to six every single day. That's when you can expect to hear from me. Well, if I tell people that, but then all of a sudden I see that text message waiting for me at 7 a.m. Or I see that email waiting for me at 8 a.m. It starts to chip away. You're like, oh God, it'd just be easier for me to answer this right now instead of letting this, this open window just be open back here in the back of my mind, slowly draining me that later I have to address that. And then there's a second text from someone else and a third text from someone else and a fourth text from someone else. And before you know it, these these five requests or these five needs or 10 requests or 10 needs are just chipping away at you while you're doing your protected time, while you're you're filling your cup first so that you can then pour out to these other people from a cup that is full, not a cup that is dry or resentful. But the problem is, this is a slow energy drain. When you see these things, it's like a virtual to-do list running in the back of your mind that just adds stress. So how do you fix that? Make sure you don't see them. That's why I'm getting this second phone. It's a family phone. Nobody will have this number. And I can still access my apps. I can still see the things I want to see on it. But nobody will get a, be able to get a hold of me until I turn on the other phone where that's the one that everyone has the number. That's the one where everybody, you know, has the email and all that. It's a way of setting a physical boundary so that I don't have that background energy drain. And it helps to... Fill up your own energy first before you're going to start pouring it out to everybody else because out of sight is out of mind. And that's what really what I'm creating here. I won't even see these things until it's time to see them. And therefore, out of sight is out of mind. So here's why I share all this. Many of you have your best year coming up. Many of you have your, your biggest undertaking coming up. Many of you see what's on the horizon for you in 2024. And I'm so freaking excited for you. And so this is your reminder, follow my lead to be in your season with strong boundaries, but also with strong compassion. This next year is a dance. People will still need you and you will still need them. So this is not a burn the bridges season in terms of your relationships. No, this is a put your needs first season and then make sure you address the needs of everybody else at the right time kind of season. This is not all or nothing. This is fill your cup first and then pour from that cup after it's full type of season. This is a season of prioritization. This is a season of mission critical items only. This is a season of if it doesn't help the mission, then it's not an action that you're taking. But you got to remember, When you're in a season like this, with strong boundaries must come strong compassion. So that you're not burning relationships. You're not burning obligations. You're not burning your reputation. Instead, you are enhancing it. We spend a lot of time coaching through this, counseling through this, talking through this in our elite mastermind, because most people in there, you know, it's all seven and eight figure businesses. Most people in there, they're always going through a season like this, or they wouldn't be in the mastermind. Now, here's the really cool part. There's two freaking spots left. That's it. Like you never hear me talk about because this thing fills itself. Two spots left in our elite mastermind. That's the one where we have to be making more than a half a million dollars a year or more to even apply. And I've got in my mind who I want those two spots to go to. And I don't mean literally who, I mean the types of industries because I build a room with a lot of diversity. So that everything you need, This year is in that rumor one introduction way. But I can't do that if it's all the same businesses. So I've got in my mind the skill sets, the talents, the types of personalities, and the industries that I want to fill those last couple spots with. So if you want to apply for this and get one of those last couple spots, don't count yourself out. Rush over to the application at chrisharder.me forward slash mastermind. Again, it's chrisharder.me forward slash mastermind. Check it out, hit apply. You and I will jump on a Zoom together and see if you are a great fit for one of those last two spots. And remember, this year is the first year that we have a new, lower-priced way to get into the mastermind called the social membership. It's really freaking cool. So you can still get the network, still come to the events, still be on the group coaching calls and all that stuff, but do so at a rate that is less of an investment than years past. So check it out. Still have to be making more than $500,000 a year to apply. But if that's you, and if you're going to be in your launch season, like I am, and if you need help upholding those boundaries, like we do as a group, then go over to chrisharder.me forward slash mastermind, hit apply, and you and I will jam out on Zoom. Thanks for listening, cheering you on, love and appreciate you. Thanks for listening. And if you loved this episode and know of someone else who is as successful as they are generous,